Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 180 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. I feel like I'm in the holiday season, even though here in Cleveland it's like 55 degrees still. Do we always have so many Christmas lights up in the office? I feel like this year there was more. I think they have gone above and beyond. Okay. Uh, we have a, he's not new, but like, I don't know oh. that he was, I don't know that he was as oh. involved. Last so, year. Yeah. Right. So we have this uh, guy on our human resources department. His name's Paul. Shout out to Paul if he listens to the podcast. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Paul is the greatest human. I, he's always in the best mood ever. And everything that he has done for Overdrive has been phenomenal he uh just absolutely kicked butt with our always good halloween party he everything he does is awesome yeah. so i think that as soon as you said that it kind of clicked yeah if you got you have no frame of reference if you've never been to our office but we have this really large uh atrium that is the first thing you see we call it Times square because it's the center of the ebook world jill get it um <laughs> i get it <laughs> but uh Times square right now is just just decked out it's dripping with lights usually we just have like poinsettias but that's what i thought okay yeah all right paul because i came in on monday and i was just like yeah i think there are more lights than last year yeah there are paul that makes sense if it was paul yes uh so shout out to paul uh what did we do today do you remember what we did today i can talk about it too i didn't no we got to talk with madeline mcintosh who is the penguin publishing president and gave um Book, she gave some book review, not nah, nah, book suggestions, Re- yeah. recommendations. Sorry, I'm like. I wanted on. you to do that because the alliteration has messed with me every time I've done it with the penguin. And then clearly, president. I could not speak after getting through all of yeah. it. Um, she gave book recommendations based on information that our listeners submitted. Yes, so it's a part of the penguin hotline, which is what she's promoting, which is why we were able to get a few minutes of the penguin publishing president's. Uh, time. She actually was doing kind of like a junket that day. Yes. Uh, a press junket, which is, you've had, you've done a few interviews for the podcast during press junkets with people. Um, yes. Like Sarah Dessen, I think, was one. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what that means is you have a very short amount of time with people. Um, but we got her longer than anyone else, I think. I think so. They told us initially, like, so like five, ten minutes, is that going to work? And I was like, oh, oh no, no, honey. <laughs> We're not, I didn't, I didn't call anyone, honey. <laughs> You did not. Please <laughs> I was like, tell me you did not. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't. I would never say that to someone. Um, but I was like, well, in order to really like get in like, for the podcast, it's not like it's a radio interview. We want to get a few more minutes. So she was awesome. We did, um, I think like six, there were a five bunch. or six different recommendations. And for each of those recommendations, she gave a bunch of book recommendations. She did. So we're not going to give you any recommendations of our own right now. Because um, we didn't think about it ahead of time. We did not. There's plenty there. And then she also stuck around and did a Nerd 9 with us, which she is did. fun. Uh, one thing I will add, because I know this came up on Twitter, um, the list, when it came to collecting information mm-hmm. about the book person, it was like age, interests, and gender. That was 
not us. Like, we understand, you know, like, there right. were comments on Twitter about how if you need to pick, pick books based on a person's gender, you're doing it wrong. But that was just one of the yeah. pieces they were collecting. And I will say, I want to point out, so if you guys want to get recommendations from the Penguin Hotline uh, people, uh, she'll tell you the, the URL. But basically, if you just Google Penguin Hotline, it'll show up. But I do want to point out something cool about this. Um, so we asked for gender because that was what they asked us to ask for. If you go to the website and you're searching for specific people, all of these things are optional. And so actually there's a drop down for gender. It does say f- uh, female or male, but then it also says prefer not to say. So you can leave it blank. Uh, you can put prefer not to say in that part as well. But yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because we did a few people send us some messages on Twitter. and Which is, in, Yeah, in a vacuum, totally fair to call us out for totally that. Totally fair to call us out. 100% agree yeah. with you guys. Um, gender and um, and honestly even age really doesn't make a specific type of reader but you know. no I think that's probably more just for well no even then I was like oh eight, like thinking appropriateness or age level but I was reading advanced at 10 so yeah, yeah. but at the same time like if if you're uh, if you tell someone like I have a reader who is really into true crime and they love <laughs> mysteries and then they give you a whole bunch of things based on like making a murder type book and then they're eight I would have been reading that. That's, That's actually, my point. As soon as I said it, I was like, no, Joe would have been reading these anyway. Um, but no, I, j- just to put a cap yes. on it, everyone who kind of called us out for that, totally fair. We agree with you guys. Yep. So uh, at the end of the day, read whatever makes you happy. Uh, but the recommendations here, man, so cool. There's some good ones. I think we got some for ourselves too. Just we from- did. <laughs> we did. Um, I'm like putting stuff on hold as she's talking. Yeah. Um, so... Before we tell people how to get a hold of us, we are on episode 180, and we have 20 episodes until our 200th episode. That's just how math works. And we want to do a little celebration with our 200th episode, uh, which will be roughly like 10 weeks from now, I think. Is that how that works? Yeah, to a week. So Math is hard. Math is hard. (laughs) It'll be in in January at some point. But we want to celebrate, and by doing that, we are giving away two Kobo... Kobo Aura Ones. They're the e-readers from our sister company, Kobo. Uh, and we want to do it. We want to give you guys two different devices just because we're celebrating 200, and that's how that works. So here's what we're going to do. This is really, really simple. All we want you guys to do over the next couple of weeks, if you want to be, quote-unquote, entered to win a device from us, all you have to do is follow us on Instagram and or Twitter and just tag us in a post. It can be a picture. It can be a comment, whatever it is. But if you're familiar with the podcast, you know that I am a dog person and Jill is a cat lady. And so we want you to tell us which one you are. We've asked so many people in the Nerd Dine and we want to ask you guys. So If you don't have pets, you just go find a cute picture of a cat or a dog online. That, yeah. that counts too. Yeah, you don't have to have dogs or cats. You, but we want to know which, which side of the, the aisle you fall on. Cats or dogs. So just post something on Instagram and Twitter. Tag us. And we'll, uh, for the 200th episode, we'll, we'll pick a cat winner and a dog winner and we'll let you guys know who you are and then we'll uh we'll get you so we'll direct message you and get your shipping information we'll take care of all that so we'll remind you a bunch more times but i've thought of it now so i want to talk about it and if people want to do that or if they want to get a hold of us jill where can they find us they can find us on twitter and instagram at pro book nerds and you can email us directly at professional book nerds at overdrive.com yes you can you can also email us if you're a cat or a dog person but you know that won't win you anything other than our affection um anything else you think people should know about this i don't think so think we're good i don't think so either well i believe the penguin hotline is now up and running so if you want those recommendations 
go for it. Go find that on the website. But first, check out these wonderful recommendations from Madeline McIntosh, the Penguin Publishing President on this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Adam and Jill, and we are very excited this morning to be joined by Madeline McIntosh, who is the president of Penguin Publishing, and we are going to be discussing their very exciting Penguin Hotline program and then getting some book recommendations. So first off, Madeline, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So can you give our listeners a little bit of a a description and maybe some information about what the Penguin Hotline is and where it came from and all that good stuff? Absolutely. So the Penguin Hotline was inspired by the Butterball Turkey Hotline. Uh, this is something that I'd, I'd always heard about over the years where you can call into the good folks at Butterball and they will help you figure out uh, what to do with the turkey, um, even if you don't know how to cook uh, <laughs> at Thanksgiving time. So uh, we figured, why don't we apply that to penguins, not as in cooking penguins, but instead <laughs> having penguins recommend books. So we created back in 2014 the Penguin Hotline, which exists just for a couple of weeks here at the end-of-year holiday period. And what happens is you go to penguinhotline.com and you fill in just a couple of clues about the person you're trying to shop for, like you know their, their age, uh, maybe their gender. Um, if you know about a bunch of books they like to read, then you could put that in. If you don't know anything about their reading taste, then give us some other clues, like hobbies or, or anything you know about them. And then uh, one of our volunteers here gets that request. We have about 400 people here at Penguin Random House who come together over these next couple of weeks to work on this project. And we put our minds together and come back to you by email in a day or two with um, just the right list of books for, for your shopping needs. That's so awesome. And something I want to point out that we were really impressed by when we were setting up this uh, little chat is you guys actually don't just stick to Penguin Books, correct? You kind of provide book right. recommendations? Yeah, we really, we we do not expect people to shop by publisher. Um, and there are many great books published every year that we, we wish we published, but but we didn't. And so we always make sure that, that we make just the right recommendation. And if that's not published by us, then, then that's okay. That is, see, yeah. you, the, you are, this is just a perfect reminder of people that everyone in the literary world is awesome. That makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, the book, the book nerd, uh, uh, tribe is a, is a, is a good one. Indeed. Um, so before we set all this up, we did ask a bunch of our listeners and followers on social media for some kind of book challenges, as we were calling them. So we sent them along to you. So I believe you have some book recommendations for our listeners. Is that correct? Yes, I do. Um, let's see. Do you want me to, to go through what some of the requests were and, and some ideas for each of them? That would be wonderful. Okay. So let's see. First request for for a woman in her 40s. Uh, the interests are folklore, gothic mystery, historical fiction, um, and what 
one that this is actually a, a good example of one that came to mind that I wish we published this year. Um, unfortunately, we didn't, but I just finished reading it and I loved it. Called the Essex Serpent by Sarah Perry, and it is it is uh, definitely a historical fiction. It takes place in. Um, rural England in the 19th century, and it's just kind of at the cusp between, um, right as uh, kind of the age of science is is taking hold. And so it's a wonderful story of a very independent-minded widow who um, develops a relationship with a with a, a minister, and um, they're they're navigating that relationship against the background of this this small village that everybody becomes convinced that they are being um, haunted by a dragon, and so it's it's you're wondering as you go through it, is this really is there really a dragon, uh, or is this just kind of mass hysteria? And uh, and that is one that I would definitely pick for for this shopper. That sounds wonderful. Sounds really good. Uh, let's see. Next up, um, this is for a male in aged in thirties. Um, interests are golf, curb your enthusiasm, spy thrillers, westerns, and authors that this person has liked: Charles Portis, Lee Child, Mario Puzo, and Ian Fleming. That is a great combination. Um, let's see, for, for people who like Lee Child, one that I always go to, I assume Lee Child does have a new book out this fall, so that, that would be a certainly a go-to called The Midnight Line. But if if you assume that this person has probably already um, bought that mm-hmm. because for themselves or gotten it from the library, um, then one I like to go to is an author named Nick Petrie who is, he's just at the beginning of his career, so um, people don't know him as well, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a safer bet. Um, But he is very much, uh, his character is very much like the Jack Reacher character in Lee Child. So that's that's one that I like to go to. The author is Nick Petrie. I mean, he has a couple out. The first one is called The The Drifter. Uh, And then, let's see, I think for the going on the spy angle, um, you really, you can't, I feel like you can't miss with John le Carre, and he is the master of having really started this, this category, and um, as you, you may know, he actually started as a spy himself, and he has a new one out this fall called Legacy of Spies, and what you could do is actually start with one he wrote many years ago called The Spy Who Came In From The Cold, and then this new book is kind of the the continuation of that story many years later. The same characters get get brought into it. So for somebody who who likes the the spy category, John Le Carre is really really the master. That's awesome. Um, and then let's see, did we get? Let's see, we had uh, here is somebody in their sixties. Male interests are running, exercise, action movies, mysteries, western authors. Lee Child, Stephen King, and Brad Meltzer. I just have to tell you, um, I just want to cut you off really what, quick. This isn't my father, but whoever this person is, <laughs> but could be. is my, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to be taking these, uh, these recommendations from you as well. Um, well, I wonder if, um, if your father or this person already knows CJ Box. 
So CJ is kind of that, that absolute meeting point for someone who's interested in the American West as a setting, but also loves mystery and action. Um, you really, you can't go wrong with CJ Box, and I think you can start with any, any one of his books, um, but Open Season was the, the very first one in, the, in that series. Um, another one, I already talked about Nick Petrie, but another one for people who love Lee Child that I, I often recommend is I Am Pilgrim by Terry Hayes. Uh, talk about a page turner. You just, you get going with that and you, you can't stop. Um, that's in the fiction zone. I think if you want to, to talk about running, um, the one of really the, the classics, uh, a classic book that is, that is writing about about running is written by Haruki Murakami, mm-hmm. the great novelist, and um, his book is What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. And that is really kind of a classic in, in that category on that topic. So that, I think, would be my, my go-to there. Perfect. Sound yeah. about right? Yeah, yeah. That, that absolutely is fantastic. Good. Uh, let's see, we can keep going here. Um, these, I think, were a couple of late-breaking ones that, that, that came in. So let's see uh, mm-hmm. uh, Let's see what we've got here. So let's see, an 18-year-old female interested in the environment, literature, music, and pacifism. I love Michelle Cooper, Garth Nix, William Dalrymple, and Robert McFarlane. I mostly read YA and science or writing-related nonfiction. You know, one... Um, that comes to mind if you want to go right and hitting the the environmental topic on the nose. One to go with would be Drawdown by Paul Hawken. It's an incredibly practical, straightforward. If you if we want to want to think about saving the environment, here is specifically what we could do. It's kind of a, a very it's very satisfying because it's a, it's an action plan. So that's Drawdown that I might go for for mm-hmm. her. Uh, another one, uh, a little, a little off the path, but Mary Roach is just a fantastic writer who writes about science, and her book Gulp, G-U-L-P, Gulp, um, it's a very funny book about the digestive system, how we, how we smell, taste, consume, digest food, and so I think for somebody who's who's really interested in kind of the story behind the story. Um, she might really go for Mary Roach. Hmm. Yeah, her books are fabulous. So. Oh, they're so good. I love that. Um, and then, let's see. Um, where are we going next? A 16-year-old interested in romance who has read Briarcrest Academy series by Ilsa Madden-Mills. Um, let's see. Um what I might go with is The Sun is Also a Star by Nicola Yoon, um, or maybe The Bright Places by Jennifer Niven. So these are really engaging love stories that might be right, um, right up, um, up her alley. And, uh, and I, I've just heard from so many people that once they started, they could not put The Bright Places down. So I, I would totally recommend that one. And then I think we're, we're rounding out here with, uh, let's see, a 30s female interested in science fiction and paranormal romance, loves everything um, by, oh my goodness, it's a whole list of authors here, Nalini, Nalini Singh, Patricia Briggs, uh, Karen Marie Moaning, uh, Jane Ann Krentz, Amanda Quick, Jane Castle. So 
obviously that's such an, a, a great list of authors and those are all authors who write fairly frequently and so um, you could probably assume they may have a new book out this year so that might be a, a good one to go to. <laughs> Um, but if you're trying to introduce a new author who they may not already know, maybe try Chloe Neal. There's the Chicagoland Vampire series. Um, the first one is called Some Girls Bite. And uh, another one, um, is, another author would be Ann Bishop. Um, and you could start with the Others series. I think the first book is called Written in Red. So that's, that might be something to, uh, to go on. That's amazing. How do those? How do those sound? Those, those sound amazing. Those sound amazing. Now, I know we only have a few minutes more with you because you have a very busy morning. But we like to. We have uh, a way that we end all of our chats with guests on the show is uh, we like to ask nine quick questions. We call them the Nerd Nine because we like alliteration. <laughs> do we, Do you have like two minutes to do this before we let yeah. you go? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Awesome. All right. The first one is: What's the last book you finished reading? Well, the last one I read is um, is the one I mentioned, the Essex Serpent. Mm-hmm. So that that's uh, the Essex Serpent by uh, by Sarah Perry. Totally recommend it. I already I checked it out from the library. Yeah, at, while you were talking, Jill checked it out on her Overdrive account. So that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> I think I, I think you'll like it. I want to hear if you do. Uh, what is your favorite place to read? Oh, my favorite place to read um, in in our we have a, a house uh, in the country, and there's a window seat where I get to look out at the garden and have my dog at my feet, and um, and it's it's right there in the kitchen, filled with one lights, lots of sun, and it's quiet, and that's my happy place. Perfect. Uh, what book made you fall in love with reading? Oh my God, I think it was The Wrinkle in Time. Uh, Madeline Langle. Actually, I think it was all Madeline Langle books. I just remember uh, as a young girl just devouring them. And um, maybe the first experience of, of starting on a, on a summer day, starting one of her books first thing in the morning and not really getting up from the hammock until I'd finished. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, what's one place you'd like to travel that you have not yet been to? Oh, wow. So many places. Um, I would love to go on a safari in Africa, in South Africa or Tanzania. I would love to go to Vietnam. I would love to go to Tokyo. I would love to go, a lot of places I would love to go back to, but um, but those are, those are some starter ones. Perfect. Do you have a favorite holiday to celebrate? I, I really love Thanksgiving just because it's, even though we just passed, um, mm-hmm. because I think my favorite day is the day after Thanksgiving because the pressure's off and it's not a school day and you have a whole long weekend ahead of you. And, um, and uh, in my family, we don't feel any pressure to get out to stores. Mm-hmm. So we just really relax and have a good time. Are you a coffee person or a tea person? coffee <laughs> i think you answered this slightly before but are you a cat person or a dog person dog <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite food all of them that's a good answer <laughs> that works um and then if you could have dinner with one person alive or dead who would you pick barack obama oh that's a really good, good one answer. um okay now i know that you're very busy but before we let you go can you remind everyone how they can use the penguin hotline if they're interested in using this fantastic service it's so easy you just go to penguinhotline.com it'll take you about a minute to fill out a form and then you just sit back and forget about it and a day or two <laughs> later you'll get an email with your list of recommendations 
Perfect. All right. Can we have you back when you're not so hectic? And I feel like we could talk books with you for hours. I would love that. Oh, Let's fantastic. talk more. Awesome. Sounds All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. We appreciate it, Madeline. Thank you. Have a good holiday. Bye-bye. Bye. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.